this is Family Court Vision. The podcast where a woman and her son discuss all things basketball. On today's episode, we discuss comedians and dog poop. We beg Sue Bird to please stick around for a while. Our NBA News of the Week is basically shot, 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 shot. Our movie of the week. Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. So should we say top of the morning or should we say bottom of the movie list? Stay tuned and you'll find out. And for our game, we learn how much Jack really loves severe weather. We never knew this. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This is a fun one. Um, Instead of boogieing this week, we are going to do a little Irish jig. (laughs) Let's jig. So let's jig. Welcome to episode 38 of Family Court Vision. It is 7 p.m. on Wednesday, September 29th. Almost through September. I feel like I say this the last episode we do at the end of every month, but it's crazy that this month just flew by. It's you you sound like an old man. Like a fully formed grown-up. Time moves quicker and quicker as I get older. I'll tell you what. Which like is partial it's partially true. Like, just, like, percentage, like, math-wise. You know what I mean? No. Like, when I'm five, like, I've only lived for five years. So one, another, a whole other year is another sixth of my life. That's a long, it feels so long. Where now another year is one twenty-fourth of my life. So wow. it's, a, it's a lot less time in my overall life. So it's, I mean, it's literally the same amount of time. But you mean, like, perceptually. From a, like from a fraction percentage v- standpoint, mm-hmm. which is of course how we view time. Right, exactly. What time is it? It's a fraction percentage of seven minutes before seven or whatever. Yes, like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, welcome to this basketball podcast. Yeah. <laughs> What's new with you this week? Yeah, it's not a philosophy podcast. Yeah, not this time. That's no. Yeah, that's our next podcast. Well, this week, this past week, so your brother's birthday was in June. Mm-hmm. So you and your sister bought him tickets to see a comedian. Yes, that's correct. You know, since your brother goes to college in Philly and this comedian was playing in Pennsylvania in September, you were like, perfect. 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 Yeah. Except it so wasn't really Philly. Your brother doesn't have a car, and the area of Pennsylvania that the comedian was was two hours away by car from where he lives. I could have sworn it was shorter than that, but... Um, yeah, but uh, so I said to him at, towards the end of the summer, listen, I if you want, if you have a friend who has a car, fine, go. But also, it was a 9.30 p.m. show. So then I also didn't want him driving home at 11.30 at night for two hours, but he's also young. Remember when you tried to get a hotel when you got back to Fredonia in a blizzard, when you got to back back to Buffalo in a blizzard, and you ended up paying like $120 for an Uber to drive you back to Fredonia? But like, that's what you would have paid for a hotel. So, yeah. Although it would have been safer to stay in a hotel. Right. But, you know, young people are not allowed in all places to 
get hotel rooms. So I was like, you know what? I, if you don't, if you want me to, I will drive to Philly, pick up you and whoever you're taking with you to the comedian, drive you, we'll get a hotel, I'll stay at the hotel, and then you go to the show, you come to the hotel, then we'll drive back on Sunday morning. So uh, it turned out to be a busy weekend for a bunch of people, one of his good friend's birthday, a bunch of other stuff going on, so um, he didn't have anyone to take with him, so he invited me to go with him. So not only did I get to go and hang out with your brother, but I got to go see um, a funny, a pretty funny and, a, you know, moderately funny comedian because there were three of them. Funny, pretty funny, moderately funny. OK. Yeah. So, yeah. And it moved in in the in the right direction from, you know, the least I'm not saying the first guy was not funny, but again, relatively not as funny as the headliner so and it moved in the right direction and this theater was in Hershey first of all I'm spoiled going to see shows in New York City they know how to get people into shows so you and I and some people went to a show in New York City about a week and a half ago Mm -hmm. and the line like went to the end of the block and it got in pretty quickly when I went to the show again on Sunday because we had an extra ticket. The line went all the way down 8th Avenue to the other side of the block uh-huh. and still got in pretty quickly. Hershey, not quick. Oh. Just just kind of relaxing outside. Oh, maybe one by one we'll let people just saunter in. Um, but the inside of the theater was very pretty, although it looked like maybe it was modeled on like medieval times restaurant or something. Huh. Interesting. So okay. I felt like I was in a, an old timey prison, but a pretty one, a very, very pretty prison. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And then we went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast the next day. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I've been dying to go to Cracker Barrel for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we went there. I don't I don't really love Cracker Barrel's food, but the whole atmosphere is a lot of fun. Yes. And that little game that's on the table got to tell me that I'm pretty dumb about seven times in a row. The little pegs thing? Uh-huh. The, like, golf tees? That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but that sounds like fun. Uh, you know, I probably should have looked into some things a little more, but... Yeah. It glad, all worked out. Glad you guys got to go. Yeah. Um, How about you? I house slash dog sat with my fiance oh. and for her parents. Um, How did that go? Because you've mentioned wanting a dog, but you've never actually cared for a dog. So how did that go? First of all, I care for every dog that I see. Um, <laughs> and um, it went well. I took her outside. I took her on walks. I fed her treats. Um so I think I did a good job. I think I'm on my on the path of convincing my fiance that we should get a dog at some point. So I I know that the dog that you were dog sitting is in a more like suburban slash rural area than where you live and where you plan to live in the future. When you walked that dog, did you have to clean up after it? Um I I did not. Mm, so that's I don't know for me that's a deal breaker yeah walking around with a little bag of dog poop with you while you go on a walk it's just not I really want a little tiny little tiny dog 
they still poop. But little tiny, little tiny poops. So you don't want like a Great Dane. No, because then that, I don't, we don't need to get into all uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. But I feel like a little dog, you just like, whoop, move on. All right. And also if yeah. you have, d- depending on your little dog, some little dogs, like if you live in an apartment, they can go on a pee pad, like out on the balcony mm. or something. So you don't always have to take them out, you know, four times mm-hmm. a day necessarily. And where you live right now, they're in the built, like on the grounds, there's a little dog walking area or there something? There is, yeah. And there's so little that's nice. stands. With Not that you'll bags. live there forever, but that's nice. Yeah. So we'll see. We also, we went to a farm in their area that did like, we didn't do all this, but they did like hay rides and hmm. pumpkin picking and all that. Um, so yeah, it was a nice weekend. Nice. Um, okay. If that's it for both of us, let's get into basketball news of the week. Yeah. And we are still in WNBA postseason, right? It's called postseason because we're in the after the season. Yeah. Postseason, playoffs, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been busy. Although I do have to say I've also been busy. So I haven't watched any of the games other than the, uh, when the Phoenix beat Liberty. Yeah. I watched that one. I also watched... I did watch a little of Chicago over Dallas, but I haven't watched any of the next rounds. Yeah, I watched the second mm-hmm. round Phoenix-Seattle game, and um, I watched... Today, I just re-watched the Chicago-Connecticut game from last mm-hmm. night because um, I know I heard that was awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the first round games, as you mentioned, Phoenix did beat um, the Liberty... That was an incredible game. I, oh, I, wow. Stressful it for really us was. and obviously didn't yeah. turn out the way we wanted, but mm-hmm. such a just basketball is, I, I just love basketball so much. It's just so it's, it's amazing. And it, it was such a good game. It was riveting from the tip off and uh, some awesome moments. Laney hit that huge shot. Mm. Um, and then, you know, it came down to the foul shots at the end. It felt like every single movie that we've ever watched. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was, it was an awesome, awesome game. Mm-hmm. It was. But, you know, the last three minutes of basketball games, I feel like, are like the craziest three minutes. So, and, and that was true in this also. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your complaint is often that they should try that hard the entire time. Yes, it is. I, I didn't say it this time, although I was thinking it. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, just obviously that ended the Liberty season. So just looking back, we said, we've said multiple times, I mean, uh, an incredible improvement from the previous season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we have a, a bona fide star in Laney, um, and we have a lot of awesome young pieces in UNESCO and uh, the Rookie of the Year, um, Onion Wede and D.D. Richards and Jazz Jones. And, and some... I think they're calling them like baby vets. Yeah, Laney and and like Whitcomb, right? Right. right. Yeah, they're not like they're not like old players in the league, but they, the rest of the team is so young that they're they're the right. vets on the team. Yeah. Um, and Natasha Howard, of course. Mm. Um, and I was looking ahead. There's a lot of big names in free agency this off season. Is there? There are, now I, again, I don't, I don't know all the rules. Like they're, you know, but names I saw were Brianna Stewart, 
um, Liz Cambage, uh, Katina Charles, some other like mm-hmm. big, big names of and in a position that I think we really need. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the first round Phoenix beat Liberty, Chicago beat Dallas. The next round Chicago beat Minnesota, Phoenix beat Seattle. So. People are saying Sue might be retiring, especially with that jersey exchange. But I would really like her to give it one more year, personally. Um, it would help me personally. It would benefit me personally if she would do one more year of this job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so, too. You know, you never want... Uh, if if these people could never retire, that would be great. But, of course, everything has to come to an end. And next year is not the Olympics. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, not that you're going to glide through your season, but, like, you don't have that, you know, that extra thing that you need to prepare for, so. Yeah. And they, I mean, the, again, this was still a, I mean, even though we said they didn't have big, like, COVID breakouts, this was still a COVID season. There were limited mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. Because of the Olympics and all the extra games, there were injuries on that team and many other teams. So. Do basketball players ever announce early in the season that this is going to be their last season. So there could be like a whole season of goodbye. Yeah. Um, the one that comes to mind recently is uh, Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki both retired the same year and both announced it before the season mm-hmm. started. So the, that's ent- nice. Yeah. The entire season was a, you know, this is the last time they'll play at this arena. You know, each of the teams was giving them like a little gift on, in mm-hmm. their last game. So, um, so, yeah, I always like that. I understand why somebody might not want to do that, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. All right. Um, and also, uh, I told you about the sky. You did tell me about the sky. I told you. It was those darn injuries, and now that they're all healthy, they're mm-hmm. ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, they're up one nothing versus Connecticut now in their series. Mm-hmm. Um, and that first game went into... Two overtimes. Yes. Crazy game. How about that? And Courtney Vandersloot, right, in that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got the second triple-double in playoff history. Yes, that's right. The first one was Cheryl Swoops in 2005. It's a long time ago. It was six years before Vandersloot even began playing professionally. That's that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So that was, that's what, seven years into the league, eight years into the league Mm -hmm. that happened. And then this now 25 years into the league um, and only the second one. Um, Incredible. And she did it with, do you have the numbers exactly of of what she had last night? Mm. I want to say she had something ridiculous, like 18 assists, like as part of that triple double. I might be making that up. Um. But as you, yeah, as you look into that, um, Phoenix over Seattle was a bit of a shocker. I mean, they uh, Seattle was missing Brianna Stewart, who's of course their their best player. Um, but it was a, a great matchup between Tarasi and Sue Bird, um, and the Sky game wasn't uh, uh, the second round Sky game wasn't as close. But the but the double overtime last night was was crazy, and the Aces also beat Phoenix last night in their game. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to come up with that information. Sorry, I tried. Okay, that's okay. Um, we can move on. And then we got we some... We got some... Go ahead. 
Some we end of got year. some <laughs> end of year awards were mm-hmm. awarded, all but two, so all but three. Although I'm not familiar with what this third one is that's not yet awarded. It's a named after a person and it's a sportsmanship award. Oh, okay. The somebody somebody sportsmanship award. That's also an individual award given out each year. That I'm I'm I apologize that I'm not familiar with who it's for and didn't write it down. But that's not been given out yet, and neither has sixth woman of the year or rookie of the year huh that's that's weird but the others have and they are defensive player of the year sylvia fowles Mm -hmm. i had candace parker oh i should have i should have pulled this up yeah i don't most improved player brianna jones i had jasmine jones i was uh, maybe just the last name yeah and i and i think jasmine's uh lengthy foot injuries interfered because i think that if we took that little, you know, we're talking about relativity a lot tonight. So if we took that little microcosm of when she was playing and expanded it to the whole season, there would have been a better shot for that. Uh-huh. Um, Coach of the year, Kurt Miller. I had picked Bill Lane Beer. Uh-huh. Who came in third on that list. Okay. Um, MVP, John Quill Jones. Um, I picked Vandersloot. Mm-hmm. Um, was not on the list, but Brittany Griner came in second place on that list. I've become a big Brittany Griner fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, for six women of the year, I had Odyssey Sims. We don't know who it's going to be. And for rookie of the year, I had Ari McDonald, and we know that is, I mean, I don't know how it's not going to be Michaela on your wedding. Yeah. So it looks like I got uh zero correct this year. I mean, the only one that's kind of up in the air is the sixth woman, just because they haven't announced it, but like it, I don't feel like my guess is correct on that one. So uh, so yeah, it looks like I'm I'm over uh, over six. Yeah, I so, definitely I definitely got zero as well. I think defensive no, player of the year. You had Walt, I picked, right? Yeah, I picked Walt. I picked Candace Parker for my MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I also picked Jazz Jones for most improved. Yeah, you did. And I think I picked Nafisa Collier. So I got Sylvia Fowles teammate for defensive player of the year. That's very close. Yes. That's I would give that to you. I think. Um, and sixth woman, I had Diamond to Shields, I think. I don't... You did have Diamond... I think you had Diamond to Shields. I don't even know if she... I haven't seen her name a lot. I Maybe she's been hurt or hasn't played that much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rookie of the Year, I think I had Charlie Collier. Mm-hmm. So... I think you did, too. Uh, so, yeah, I am 0 for whatever that is as well. Yeah, so we are... We're not good at this. Hopefully next year we... You know, maybe this is like the liberty in the bubble. There's nowhere to go but up. Yes, we are, we we had the equivalent of our two win season, <laughs> and next year we're making the playoffs. So. That's right. That's right. Um, so yeah, and then they also announced the defensive, the all defensive teams, which I don't have run in, right in front of me, but I know four between the the first and the second mm-hmm. all defensive teams. Four of them were from the Sun. That's right. Um, and they had. Uh, so I think they had the fourth best defensive rating in WNBA history this year. So they're just like a smothering defensive team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that is the WNBA playoffs. Any secret news, secret WNBA news from you? No, I, I, uh, I added, uh, the only one I had was Sloot and I already talked about her. Uh-huh. So we have the, the all defensive teams. First team was Fowles, Sykes, Turner, Jones in January. There were two sons on there. And then second team was Stuart, Griner, Jones, 
Brianna Jones, Thomas. So John Quell Jones was in the first team, Brianna Jones, the second team, uh, Jasmine Thomas and Ariel Atkins. So two sons on that team as well. Uh huh. Yeah. So super impressive mm-hmm. uh, there. And that's all I, that's all I got for WNBA. Um, all right. So I think the next games in each of those, in each of the semifinal series is tomorrow. Um, so we'll see if the if Phoenix and Connecticut can tie it up or if the mm-hmm. Sky and the Aces will go up to nothing. That's uh, right. So tomorrow at 8 is Chicago, Connecticut, and tomorrow at 10 is Aces, Phoenix, and then Sunday at 1 is Chicago, Connecticut, and Sunday at 3 is Aces, Phoenix. So that's the earliest, Sunday's the earliest these series could be done, um, but hopefully not. Hopefully, right. you know, hopefully Keep we going. get some more competitive series. So. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. Let's move on to NBA. Uh, we did get some more information on the firing of Gerson Rosas yeah, that we talked about last dirt. week. Yes. Not just information, like dirt. Dirt, dirt. Um, Imagine. And that dirt. Not, ju- not just because of the number of losses. No. No. Yeah. Not just because of that. And they they were bad. They were really bad last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it uh, took more than that. Yes. In addition mm-hmm. to that, mm-hmm. uh, it was revealed that Mr. Rosas was also having an uh, a relationship with a member of the organization while mm-hmm. married to somebody mm-hmm. who was not that person. Mm-hmm. Um, a consensual also, relationship. It was mm-hmm. it was put out, but affair. Also reported that uh, it was a hostile workplace. Yes. In addition to that. So maybe the year that you guys are losing so badly is not the year to also do extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't, that wouldn't, um, I would say never do the extra stuff, but. Right. But like if you, I mean, if you're going to maybe take a look at the schedule and see if this might not be the year to do that. Yes. Like maybe, maybe somebody in the Bucks organization who just won the title, they, they might have yeah. a better shot at mm-hmm. keeping their job. After something mm-hmm. like this, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to time things. Um, also, speaking of that team, right? Carl Anthony Towns is on that team. Yes. So we know that Carl Anthony Towns lost his mother and several family members, I believe, also to COVID this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not—he's not judging teammates who choose not to get vaccinated, but he did express thanks to two teammates who had been on the fence who decided to get vaccinated in you know in thinking about Carl Anthony Towns family and and the deaths that he had in his family so mm-hmm. uh they kept that in mind and they chose to get the vaccination so i mean i as far as i know nobody was named and nobody needs to be named but you know it was nice it was nice to hear that mm-hmm. you know cuz i think in new york state right now uh, a lot of people there's a deadline now so medical professionals and teachers and things um are um kind of at a point where mandatory, you know, for medical professionals, it's, it is mandatory period, uh, for a lot of public school people, it's quote unquote mandatory, but if you don't want to do it, then you can get tested every week, Mm -hmm. um, which some people are objecting to as well. So people are choosing to leave their jobs because of that. Um, although there are a number of people who have decided that they will become vaccinated for, for these, uh, for the mandatory mess mm-hmm. of it um so you know so there there's a lot on each side here um but i liked that he 
recognized his two teammates. Yeah. Um, and on that, uh, that news, I believe, came out of Media Day, uh, which was mm-hmm. the last two days for all NBA teams. Um, basically, the first day of training camp, they don't actually do training camp, but they all come back. They take pictures and videos in their jerseys. They all talk to the press. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I'm sure every single player in the entire league got asked about that. Um, and, uh, I just want to say that the Lakers are 100% or will be 100% vaccinated by opening night, which means that a certain someone that we had talked about is vaccinated. He, he talked about his skepticism at first, but decided to eventually go through with it. Uh, Kent Bazemore on the Lakers as well talked about, um, skepticism and, um, after talking to teammates and other things, he decided to, to go through with it. Um, now some players on the, on the other hand yes Kyrie Irving was uh, participating via Zoom he sure was because in New York you cannot work in the if you're a city employee you cannot work in the city um, if you are unvaccinated yes so this is a rule that is applying to both New York teams and the Warriors in San That's Francisco right. That's right. um so as of this moment, unvaccinated players will not be allowed to play in home games for those three teams. So That's that right. includes Knicks, Nets, and Kyrie Irving. And um, Andrew Wiggins was also the big name for the Warriors that has been maybe not vocal, but has said he did not get the vaccine and does not intend to get the vaccine. Uh, I also read that a lot of teammates of people who either were not present or are speculated to have not gotten the vaccine or being very diplomatic about it, um, including Steph Curry towards Wiggins. But Steph is, so his his diplomacy is also, has an underlying message. So he's like, listen, I respect him. You know, I hope he is seeking out the correct information and will be making appropriate choices based on the correct information. Mm-hmm. So, you know, making it clear how yeah. he feels about it while the statement is not as difficult as you and I are. Yes. I, yeah. I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's clear where we both stand on this and I get very frustrated now at this point in time when people say, I still need to do my research. You know, I'm still on the fence about this because people started get, getting vaccinated over a year ago. So the science right. is out there. The truth, That's the right. facts are out there. I understand. I I can completely understand somebody being skeptical about it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, it has been over a year since people have started getting vaccinated. And we see the numbers. We see how much more of a risk it is to get the virus than the vaccine. And I do want to say one thing, and that is something that I have seen on social media, which is specifically black Americans have talked about um, – their skepticism specifically because America has obviously done some terrible, terrible things to black people in this country. Inc- and medically as well. In- including medically. Yeah. yeah. So um, I saw a, a TikTok from somebody who was saying he was skeptical at first because he felt like if if the government was going to be doing something to hurt or kill black people, that this might be the way to do it. Um, So I do understand skepticism from that point of view. But Mm -hmm. as I said, the science is out there. It's been over a year. 
I have a lot less patience for this than you, you know what's do. interesting with the San Francisco and the New York rules is that so Kyrie Irving can't play if he's not vaccinated, can't play at home. Mm-hmm. But if he goes to San Francisco, he would be able to play in San Francisco. Yeah, which is weird. Because it's the, right, because it's a rule. You can't make a rule about somebody else's. They haven't been able to make a rule about somebody else's um, work organization that's not in the state that you're in. So you can say our employees have to be, the employees of our state have to be vaccinated or they can't work in our state. Yeah. Which so I, they can work elsewhere, even in places where that has the same rule as us. Yeah. Which is why these two, which is why Kyrie and Wiggins are the two names. Like there are other players that have said that they're not vaccinated, but they don't play right. in one of those markets. So right. they're not going to be subject to those rules. But that I, I like, I'm sure I don't understand all the commerce rules and whatever, but that just, that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, ben well, Simmons was a no show. Everyone expressed that they missed him and wished he would be part of the team. Yep. Another non-story that came out is that he said he's done playing with Embiid, which of course is part of not playing in Philadelphia and, Mm-hmm. I don't know why we keep getting stories about Ben Simmons, but yes, you're right. He didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a number of stories on Media Day were about people who had injuries and or surgery at the end of the season or in the off season and how a number of them may or may not be ready for the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Someone, you'll know this name, I can't remember, who's been out for two seasons now. Clay Thompson. Right. Will, with a K, right? Yes. Yeah. Will be out until at least January. Mm-hmm. but anticipates coming back around that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's, I mean, like you said, it's, that's much awaited. He, uh, he, now I can't remember all the injuries, but he, I think he tore his Achilles in the 2019 finals. And so was out for the entire 1920 season and then was rehabbing that whole year. And like two weeks before the 2021 season started, he tore something in his other leg and was out for the entire rest of of last season. It was just, it was devastating. And so everybody's mm-hmm. like, take your time. We mm-hmm. want you to come back. We want you healthy. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, and then, um, Michael Porter jr. From the nuggets agreed to an ex- uh, a five year, $207 million extension. Um, nothing really to say about that, but just, you know, a big deal for, a um, up and coming player. Mm-hmm. Okay, any other news? Nope. Let's move on to our movie review of Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish. Um, so, you know, you, we may have mentioned before that you kind of started to um, research Ancestry. Yes, uh-huh. And now you've be- made me obsessed. Uh-huh. Um, so I check my Ancestry um, app every day. Um, and I, I knew that much of that pieces of my family were from Ireland and I'm finding like more pieces because, you know, in a, in a paternalistic society where everyone gets the husband's last name, you don't always know, you know, the wife's last name. So my grandfather's mother's name, my grandfather's last name was Scholz, which is German. And his mother's name was Mary. And every, every culture who has, uh, you know, Christianity and it has a Mary or some form of Mary. Um, so Mary doesn't tell you much of anything, uh, but Mary, you know, Mary 
maiden last name was Ryan and she actually came to this country from Ireland. So um, in addition to just watching this movie as a Disney Channel TV original movie and Ireland is, you know, just a cute place or whatever, I was like connecting with it in an ancestry kind of world. Uh-huh. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, what did you think about this movie? Well, the first thing I wanted to say about this movie is like, I think everyone who thinks about Ireland, just like I said, Ireland is like cute and sweet and like maybe drunk. You know, St. Patrick's Day has a lot of people who drink. I don't know that they celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland, but, you know, Irish Americans uh-huh. um, and Ireland, you know, is cute. And you think of leprechauns. Leprechauns are cute. This movie was like sinister. <laughs> AF, at least at the beginning, like that when the parents were trying to keep this all a secret and it would like zoom in on the mother's face. Uh It reminds, I know you didn't see the movie Get Out, but like there were, and I'm not saying this movie compared to Get Out at all. I just want to put that out there. I'm not saying that at all, but like, you know, Get Out had this like foreshadowy sinisteriness. And that and this movie had that too. It was I was like, oh my god, this is terrifying. What's gonna happen? I mean, I knew kind of what was gonna happen, but like it it was scary. Yeah. There was I don't know what this like secret <laughs> Irish society mafia group was. Right. But there were some some secrets and some scary characters and violence. Yeah, yeah. On a Disney channel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this was, um, go ahead. I would, no, go ahead. I was just going to give a quick summary. This is, uh, yeah. um, a middle school kid on the basketball team. Uh, his, he's has to research his, his family lineage for his, uh, for this heritage day event that's going to happen. And his parents are being very vague. They're not telling him anything about where they're from. They're like, we're from Cleveland. And he's like, yeah, but like, where are our ancestors from? And they're like, I think your great grandfather lived in Buffalo. Um, so they're not, they're not saying anything. And then he's, he's trying to figure it out. And then he somehow thinks like, oh, maybe I'm Irish and goes to this weird Irish carnival uh-huh. for some reason. Um, and with, with lots of sinister people in it. Yeah, lots you of You know, them. as they pan the crowd, like people just with these looks on their face, like there's evil is brewing. Yeah. And he, he has this old family heirloom good luck coin. He doesn't know where it's from. And then at this carnival, the, he gets it stolen and replaced. And that turns out it was their family's good luck charm. And it kept them all from becoming leprechauns, which they all secretly were. Mm-hmm. And then he has to get the coin back is basically what right. the whole story is. So one thing I wanted to say about it is the lead actor, and I'll post a side-by-side on social media once we um, once we publish this. The lead actor, did he remind you of anybody visually? Uh, I didn't think about that. Nobody came to mind. This is Mark McGrath, the lead singer from Sugar Ray. I know. And to me... That kid could be his little brother. Okay. So I'm going to post a side-by-side and see what you think. I'll take it. I know, unfortunately, now, I know Mark McGrath from uh, The Apprentice. Mm. It's actually where I know him from. But mm-hmm. um, Also, um, so we had some basketball tie-ins here. So the kid who played his best friend, Russell, played young Quincy in Love and Basketball. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Best basketball movie of all time. <laughs> According to me. Says you. Yeah. Right. 
And then the guy who played his dad was actually a professional basketball player. Oh, was he? His name is Thurl, T-H-U-R-L, Thurl Bailey, and he played for the Utah Jazz and the Timberwolves. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So there's our our real basketball tie-ins. I guess he was the only person who had any real basketball experience Mm because the kids and the secret Irish mafia certainly did Mm -hmm. not. Mm -mm. Uh, The actors, anyway. I know they were supposed to, but... um, My question on this in general, any movie that we watch surrounding a kid, even up to, like, a college-age person, um, I get that the often the main character has to be an underdog. But why do, why is they're always the star on the basketball team and they're always like the least athletic looking kid that's ever, Mm -hmm. ever been around. And like, I know, uh, like I said, a lot of the, like the one with Kevin Durant, like obviously that kid was supposed to be dorky and unathletic looking because he wasn't actually on the basketball team. But some of these characters that start as, as the, the star of the basketball team, like why are, how are they not, how, how are they just wimpy little dorks? Yeah, I agree. And also I, you know, it's so interesting how they portray like the social atmosphere and bullying in middle school and high schools in these movies Uh it's always so blatant especially by girls obviously people writing these movies i'm get i should i should take a look but i'm gonna guess people writing these movies are not women yeah because they don't seem to have a clue at all what bullying by a girl looks like yeah because girls don't go "Ooh, you missed the shot last night oh drake you're our new star like Girls are way subtler than that. Like they, they will wreck you, but not like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a common theme. Um, Mm -hmm. and not just girls, but like just kids in general, Mm -hmm. uh, the bullying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, we did get our, our, um, a couple of these basketball movies have had other sports in them. Uh, Mm -hmm. we got our first mention of hurling. That's right. So. Uh, Which looks like field hockey to me, but okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. And and that rock throwing thing was in this too. Yeah, they they kind of lumped it all in as hurling, but obviously yeah. that was those were different things. So I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, my question is this. I mean, I have a lot of questions, but um, so the in the beginning they think that this old Irish guy who's like the head of this potato chip company riley o'reilly riley o'reilly they think Mm -hmm. he was the one that stole it and then it's revealed Mm -hmm. that he's actually the kid's grandpa Mm -hmm. and there's this family rift and whatever but and then they go and they try to sneak into this factory that he works at to steal the coin back Mm -hmm. and there's these scary irish mafia guys who like Mm -hmm. don't let them in because they know who these guys are they know who Mm -hmm. What's the what's his name? Kyle and his dad mm-hmm. are. But Grandpa didn't actually steal the coin. Mm-mm. So, like, I get that the, he has like a bad relationship with the family, but he said it himself. Like, I, you know, I've always wanted to have you as a grandson. I had no problem with you. It's just me and your mother didn't get along. Whatever. So, mm-hmm. why was there all this Irish mafia security chasing <laughs> after the kid if they weren't actually protecting anything? The grandpa didn't actually steal the coin. Right. Good point. Yeah, that's a great question. Other than that, I, I'm uh, sorry, perfect I'm sorry I don't have an answer. Oh, 
I was thinking about this movie, like, did I like it? Did I not like it? And what it comes down to is it was a nothing movie to me. (laughs) I don't think that's the first time you've said that. It was a nothing. It was a, I don't care about this movie. Like, I can't remember where. I feel like there was some movie or something. I'm sure this is like, if you look these up, they're actually true. But like someone said, maybe it was in Rent. No. They're talking about something else that's opposite in Rent. Is it? Someone says the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. That's Rent, yes. Okay. So. Although I think it's quoting something else, but I don't know what that something else is. But Yeah, I can't remember either. But that's like. That's what I think about this movie. I didn't hate this movie. I just, I don't care. Okay. And which is hard to do to me when you have Irish involved. That's true. Yeah. You know, you've been on a big Irish kick ever since we started getting into this ancestry stuff. And even before that too, because I, my great grandmother's name, maiden name was Ida McDade. And I've always wanted to write a book. And I've never done it, so I'm probably never going to do it. But early in my life of wanting to write a book, I was like, I think my pen name is going to be Laurie McDade. I'm going to honor my Irish heritage of my great-grandmother, who was who was a cranky, passive-aggressive woman. It's not like I have these beautiful memories of her, but, like, what a great name, Ida McDade, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was going to take that McDade, which is, which is lovely, and make it part of my name. And, and to for something with Irish heritage to make me feel like, eh, I don't care. That's, that's big. I do have to say that I did like that. It was a different kind of plot from most other movies. Like there's a Mm -hmm. lot of movies aren't focused on finding your ancestry and like weird other magical realms of Mm -hmm. Ireland and basketball. And Mm -hmm. like there were weird leprechaun magics and things like that. So there was, there were interesting parts about this movie, but, um, I, but other than that, I, I mostly agree with you. I, I, uh, I didn't feel much of anything. Yeah. Um, so I I feel like I've been making you say your ranking first a Mm -hmm. lot. So, um, Mm -hmm. I'm giving this a two, Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm putting it right in between the Corey Weissman story and Teen Wolf. They're both twos, but I think it was better than the Corey Weissman story and worse mm-hmm. than Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a one. A one. Okay. So that's obviously a 1.5, which is so going to make our it combined list makes it third to last. Yeah. Pretty bad. So our 30, our 31st out of 33 so it's tied with full court miracle. Yes. So Irish, Irish and Jews playing basketball are not what we like. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, what are we watching next week? So can I tell you something crazy? Please do. So I just looked at the list of what we're watching next week and it says home of the giants. And I'm like, what is that? I don't even know. I found these movies recently and I'm like, what is that? So I just Googled it home of the giants and one of the lead actors in this movie is Ryan Merriman. Do you know what Ryan Merriman played? Uh, I do not, though that name sounds familiar. Yeah, it sounds familiar because Ryan Merriman played, I just need to scroll to it so I get it right. 
uh, Kyle Johnson in Luck of the Irish. Oh, that's why that is familiar. Did not even plan that, but we could do like a retrospective of uh, Ryan Merriman's basketball movie career. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Very exciting. Now, like when you think about it, I know we have 33 movies on our list. There's a couple more because we watch documentaries and we have a bunch more after this. Mm -hmm. But in the grand scope of things, there's not that many basketball movies in comparison to everything else that's out there. And we have a lot of repeats. We have a lot of Mm -hmm. actors who have been in multiple basketball movies. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that means, but. Right. And this movie. um, I'm just trying to see what year this movie was made. This, Uh, the one we just watched? No, no. I don't know, but he's older in this one. It's not like it was just the, it's not like someone saw him in Luck of the Irish and was like, oh, we got to get him for our basketball movie. And he was like 15 and a half. Like he is still a teen, but I think he's like a couple of years older than this. Uh huh. So, so what's that? I'm sorry, what's it called again? Uh, Home of the Giants. Home of the Giants. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we will watch that before next time. And let's get into our last segment, which is our mascot playoff bracket. So we did this. Uh, we did this game with the NCAA tournament um, when that was going on in March and April. Um, and so, with the WNBA playoffs going on, we are going to fill out our brackets. We're going to pretend like the first and second rounds didn't happen yet. We're starting back at the beginning, mm-hmm. and we're going to pick all our our winners based mm-hmm. on. The, the mascots slash team names. So we decided mm-hmm. today, like the Liberty's mascot is Ellie the Elephant. Mm-hmm. So we're not doing that. We're not putting an elephant up against whatever the Mercury mascot is. We're putting Liberty as a concept mm-hmm. against Mercury as a concept. See how smart we are? We said it's <laughs> going to be a lot more confusing, but could be a lot more fun. So, so... Or at least, like you said about some of the movies we've watched, like at least it'll be different. Yes, yes. It's it not will mascot be versus mascot. Right. So we're going to do the same thing we did last week, go matchup by matchup. The, we'll figure out the seating, and then we'll figure out which team name would win in mm-hmm. a battle amongst all teams. So mm-hmm. we have our first matchup, which is the Liberty versus the Mercury. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you my methodology for this. Okay. I, I wrote down each team name slash mascot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of I kind of Googled and looked it up and got the feel for what the meaning is, not in relation to the team, but just in general. Like, what is liberty? Mm-hmm. What does liberty mean? What Tell me everything I can find about the word mercury. And then I seeded them. Ah, so then it was just whoever had the higher. Right. So I just looked, right. So I just, I looked at this matchup and said, well, this versus this, this one got higher on my seating. So this one wins. Okay. So that's how I did it. Okay. So give, give me your explanation here. Well, it's, uh, this matchup ended up, I, the exact, I'm pretty sure the, uh, exact same way that my regular matchup happened and the way that it happened in real life where the Mercury crushes the Liberty. Um, so, uh, you know, Mercury is the planet that's the closest to the sun. It's also, uh, a poisonous 
liquidish chemical that is used in dental fillings because why where else would you want to put poison right but in your mouth um and it's also in batteries and other things also it, he's it's the roman god of of travel and theft and commerce and guiding souls to the underworld that just seems a lot more powerful to me than the meaning of liberty which is basically being free to do what you want to do mm-hmm the government can't tell you what to do. Although liberty versus freedom, freedom is just total freedom. Do whatever you want to do. Liberty kind of has a thought for not impinging on others with what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But still, I felt like all that Mercury stuff was way better than liberty. Okay. So I I actually did it uh, a little bit the opposite, where I specifically looked into the history of how the team got their name. Ah, um, and, you know, so if there was anything there, so Liberty is, is an ode to the Statue of Liberty, but also in general, uh, you know, America's Liberty, the various uh, minorities in America that have had to fight for their Liberty, um, mm-hmm. and their rights and that sort of thing. Um, and then Mercury, you know, planet and the liquid. It was also because the NBA team there is the Phoenix Suns. So they had like a space kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that was. So I actually think the opposite. I think the Liberty would win this matchup. Mm-hmm. I think the scope of the concept of Liberty is just so powerful to, to mm-hmm. even think of. And mm-hmm. as one of the revolutionaries said, give me Liberty or give me death. Oh, and, you know, death is obviously the worst thing that can happen. And if liberty is opposing that, they must be the best thing. So Mm. uh, I think and nobody ever said, give me mercury or give me death. Exactly. So there are no. Okay. Yeah. There's not many famous quotes about the word mercury. So Mm -hmm. I thought maybe the Phoenix Mercury is just because it is as hot as a planet next to the sun in Phoenix. And that's why they named it the mercury. Could be. Could be. Um, All right. But, yeah, so we okay. picked opposite. Okay, next matchup was Wings versus Sky. I'll go first on this one. Um, the Wings, uh, it's actually a reference to an oil company that put a logo up on the first skyscraper in Dallas back hmm. in the 20s or the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just this oil company's logo, and it was a Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... That's where that came from. But then I thought more about wings just in general, the concept of flight, what flies, there's birds, there are flying squirrels, and then mythical creatures like the Pegasus. So there's Mm -hmm. all of that. That was all my thinking with the wings. Mm -hmm. And then the sky is vast. It's everything and everywhere. It's always there no matter what. Beautiful, majestic. I think it's a great matchup when you think about it. Sky Mm -hmm. versus wings. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, I'm similar to the first matchup going with the grand scheme, the scope, the sky, I think is going to win because anything with wings eventually must come down. What goes up must come mm-hmm. down. It can't stay in mm-hmm. the sky forever, but the sky can stay in the sky forever. That's so true. that's why the sky wins. Mine was a lot simpler than that. Like wings. I was thinking what wings they're on birds and they're on airplanes. Like whoop de doo Uh-huh. I mean, they're useful for what they do, but if you think about wing, the whole entire sky, I gave it to the sky. Makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not very intimidating, I guess, when you think about wings. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 
now we have different winners, so uh, there might be different. So matches, I have so. the Mer- I have the Mercury versus the Storm. Okay. All right. So in the Mercury, ver- I've already talked to you about about Mercury. Uh huh. And storms are storms can wreak havoc. You know, we've had a couple of storms here where trees have come down, a tree through our house. Mm-hmm. You know electricity goes out but it's also a storm can be helpful because if there's rain it can it can feed the crops and things um but still i thought hmm um a super poisonous metal that is representative of the planet closest to the sun uh for me mercury beats storm okay um all right so i actually had the sky versus the storm i think i did my seating correctly but i'll i'll go there next this is my favorite matchup that I have, sky versus storm. A storm can be very scary depending on what kind of storm. It can come in all of a sudden, like it's storming mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. Um, and it can ruin a lot. Outdoor sporting events, outdoor parties, chalk on the sidewalk. Um, wow, that sounds personal. And it's really the only, the only enemy of sky. The only time you can't see sky is when there's a storm. Oh, ah, interesting. And so it's it's uh, I'm picking the storm to win that that battle. Wow. Because it's well, I, that wasn't that was an interesting matchup. I'm glad I got that matchup because I I think sky would have went all the way unless they matched up against the storm. And there we go. Um, okay. All right, then my next second round matchup is the Liberty versus the Lynx. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple for me. The, this is the the simplest mascot that we have left. The lynx are just a lynx. They're like a wild cat. Um, scary, can be deadly, of course. Um, but, I mean, Liberty is going to win this one. The concept of liber- Liberty, even versus 12 lynx, I'm taking the Liberty every time. All right. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's where I'm going with. So. That's where you went. So I have the the sky versus the lynx. Okay in this matchup and we already discussed the sky except that the sky versus the wings in the last matchup i felt like the sky was more majestic and powerful and able to do more but what in my list of what everything is about it says sky what does it even do Hmm. so not that not that in the world i don't have high regard for the sky but in this realm of mascots i'm like what is like what is the sky gonna do to you the sky can't do anything to you okay and lynx you know they're it's a medium-sized bobcat they have luminescent eyes Mm -hmm. and that's kind of cool so i picked the lynx over the sky okay cool all right now we're moving into our semifinals what's your first semifinals matchup um i have the mercury versus the 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 Connecticut sun, the sun. Thank you. The, the, the Connecticut. Yeah. I have, uh, I have the mercury versus Connecticut. Um, we already talked about the mercury, um, how it's the closest to the sun. So it's pretty intimidating, you know, it's pretty hot, but like Connecticut is the sun. Oh, I so see. Like I if, see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like if this was like rock, paper, scissors, you know, like Mercury can beat a lot of things, but like Sun is more powerful than that. Right. The Mercury is hot because it's close to the Sun, which is right. The hot thing. That's right. Okay. Cool. I like. It. And also, the Sun 
Nothing exists without the sun in our universe. Well, that's the reason for my next matchup, which is the sun versus the liberty. Mm-hmm. This is the liberty's downfall. The sun is the source of all life. Without the sun, mm-hmm. there's no plants. Without plants, there's no people. Without people, there's no concept of liberty. So, true. True. Uh, I'm sorry. Liberty, this is where your time ends. The sun right. are moving on. Well, on your bracket, they made it higher than they did in real life. So, that Yeah, that's, that is true. That's yes. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second semifinals matchup. I, you did two in a row, right? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. You go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. I did. Okay. Uh, my second semifinals matchup is the Storm versus the Aces. Mm-hmm. Aces, obviously a reference to cards, card games, you know, poker, that sort of thing in Las Vegas. Um, but it can also mean having somebody really good on your team mm-hmm. and, you know, or a, a really good secret that you can, uh, you know, you can bring out when you really need it and ace up your sleeve. Or it could be like a volleyball or a tennis ace. It's always something that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. However, if we're talking about it in, in terms of the cards, the storm is just going to make those cards all soggy, yeah. make them fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're talking about like a pilot ace, a storm is going to make it difficult to fly. Mm -hmm. Um, and if we're talking tennis or volleyball ace, a storm can rain those events out. Mm -hmm. So storm wins that matchup. Wow. All right. Did you get, do you get all your semifinals or you? No. Okay. So I have the links versus the aces. Okay. Um, so I mean, just the aces, as you said, it's like the number one card. It used to, it initially was the one spot on a dice, which is the lowest number. But now an ace is the highest card you can get or like the most valuable card you can get. So it kind of has switched from least to most valuable. However, in my thinking, um, if lynxes ceased to exist, um, no, that's that's not my thinking. I'm sorry. Um, lynxes, because they're these bobcats, uh, I think they crush the aces. It's a card. That, yeah, they, they'll, they'll eat it and they'll spit it out. That's a good point. Yeah, so I go with the Lynx. So who's going to the finals in yours? The, the Lynx and the Sun. Lynx and the Sun. Okay, and I have the Sun and the Storm, which mm-hmm. I think may have been my finals picks for like regular <laughs> picks as well. But um, okay, you go first for your finals. So this is actually where that explanation, I jumped ahead of myself. So if the sun, if the links ceased to exist, it would have no bearing on the sun. But if the sun ceased to exist, then links wouldn't exist either. Huh. So since the sun is the source of pretty much everything, I'm going to go with the sun. Okay. Um, and I have the sun versus the storm. This, this battle, tale as old as time, these foes going up against each other, sun and storm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 the Batman versus Joker, the Harry Potter versus Voldemort, just all time battle that these two have been in. But I did some uh, weather research, and I found that in America, on average, it only storms on thirty five percent of days, mm. meaning a higher percentage a higher percentage of days it is sunny out, and so the sun. Is going to take the cake uh, as well. Very nice. So we have the sun. We both have the sun winning mm-hmm. our, our well, 
team name. Honestly, out of all the mascots or all the team names, like there's nothing more powerful than the sun. Yeah, as you said, nothing nothing else exists without that. So that's right. That's right. Um, so pretty cool. There we go. Yeah. There's our right. mascot nice. team name concept bracket playoff bracket. Wow, that's catchy. Yep. And uh, and we agree on something. Uh, yeah. And that's it for episode 38. Send in questions, comments, movie thoughts, and guest suggestions to familycourtvision at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at famcourtvision. And don't forget to subscribe or follow on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next week on Family Court Vision. The mother of all basketball podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>